I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Perky Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah, yes, welcome to episode 150 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And Did you it, say 150? 150. It's like a landmark or something. It is. It's halfway to 300. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> twice more than 75. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like the big numbers deserve like a yahoo! Fanfare! Burp, 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 burp. Right? Yeah. Is that good enough? better than nothing I, I, I would have a soundboard going with something if i had more input than my recorder but we're still not there yet does us. that mean we're, we're really close to that like three-year mark then uh getting there well we have to be like on the three-year mark because mm-hmm. we it was 2014 when we started yeah and it's 2017 now <sighs> do the math so weird yeah you figure it's what 56 ish episodes a year depending 56. on 56 Weeks? Isn't there fifty-six weeks in the year? No, wait. <laughs> I see. I can't math now. Fifty. How many? No, my brain. I fail at the math. What? Fifty-two. Two. I was off by a month. <laughs> Just a month. Yeah. <laughs> what would your month be called? Uh, Justinary. No, we call it Slacktember. <laughs> in honor of one of our. You know, more <laughs> avid listeners. <laughs> Rocket, down with... No, drop it. What the... What? Stop. He had a cap or something. I don't know. He chews on everything. I know. One of these days, he'll die. No. That's the, that's the problem. This is going to be one of those dogs that lives like 30. <laughs> We're going to like the next 30 don't years. Don't lick the microphone. What the hell is that? Rose trying to eat. It sounded like a video game beep to me. No, it sounded like a clink of the tin. Um, hmm. Okay. So, yes, I fill up math. Sorry. Um, 52 weeks. So, it's 52 episodes a year-ish if yeah. we don't have like well, the, we've had the rough start yeah. that we had this year. So, so yeah, we're like we're, right we're, at the We're year pretty mark. close. We're, we're on track-ish. So, celebrate with us. Yay! <laughs> so, babe, how was your week and a half-ish <laughs> plus a few? Uh... <laughs> how to say this diplomatically 
You ran a book fair. I ran a book fair. You ran it very well. I ran it. You ran it very well. It was a It made more money than other people have made when they tried to run it. Yeah, but that's not all about that. (laughs) I just... Well, you did things like, you know, you put signs out there so people knew where to go for the book fair. I've never seen that before. I was kind of impressed. I'm like, look how easy it is to find this place now. I know exactly where it's at. Yeah, I did do that. Um, anyway, it it was fun, and it it was also a lot of work, and I'm glad it is over. And the bulk of it was done while I was out of town in yeah. New Orleans. A bulk, yes. Yeah. Actually, like, 90% of it yeah. was done. It's... Yeah. And so, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And consequently, Trent spent a lot of nights at my mom's house, mm-hmm. which he f- is fine with. He doesn't care. He's quite happy to sleep over there. Um <laughs> He has his own TV in his room over there, so he's quite happy with that. Yeah, if it wasn't for the clutter, it would be like uh, like what I have in my hotel right. rooms. I mean, he has his own TV, he's got his bed, he's got... Right, if know. if my mom's house was just, you know, more livable, he'd, he'd really like being there. Yeah. But it's it's a bit on the cluttered and messy side. Yes, she's not the best housekeeper. No. <clears throat> so, uh, he spent some time there, Tempe... Uh, was just fine with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Gave her like old unlimited Minecraft access. Yep. Uh, in kids- fact, didn't we have both of them? Yeah, we had everybody gone on Saturday. So yeah, that's 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 why we're recording this episode yeah. late. It was because Easter. Easter. Easter happened. happened. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. Belated. Um, um. So they went to my mom's, and then Ezra had a sleepover at his friend's house. So we had a whole night without children. We slept. We did. A lot. Yeah. And I slept in the next day, and we had breakfast. <laughs> I felt so old. So, I'm having, I, I wouldn't say I'm having a, like a midlife crisis. I, mean, I might be having a slight existential crisis, <laughs> but I have come to find myself all of a sudden embracing my middle-aged white man-ness, because <laughs> like, we have the night off with no kids. And you and I both looked at each other like, we could go to home to go to sleep. And we did. <laughs> um, I am really enjoying my couple pairs of New Balance shoes that I have now that are super comfy. <laughs> I mean, I'm still rocking the tattoos and camo shorts and whatnot, but slowly but surely, I feel like the 90s, you know, dad is starting to creep in. It's kind of, it's kind of, I'm trying to fight it off. Like, you just stay back. <laughs> I've got the jorts, but they're not like the jorts at the belly. They're still like, you know, but I'm trying, I'm trying to keep those from creeping north and... It's getting kind of iffy. <laughs> I haven't done the shorts or the tucked in polo yet, so I got that going for me. Keep on that. Because <laughs> uh, we, we we might have words. <laughs> like, I know I've been wearing too many you know leggings and yoga pants lately, but come on. I have not been complaining. <laughs> it gets, it's a nice view. It's like getting a hotel room with a you know, view of the beach. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um so what else did we do? You were gone. Yeah. So last I week I was in New Orleans. That's what, you know, and that trip was interesting. Um, had some fun down the Big Easy. It's a gross, dirty city, but it's still fun. But it's just for whatever reason, I my geography failed last week. Like I, <laughs> I, when I think Louisiana, I think like near 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 just because the South. I mean, yeah. um, of course, obviously that's where Slacker comes from. That's why I th- you know think that. We're so getting a voicemail. <laughs> um, 
but I keep forgetting that also that the southern tip of Louisiana or the southern part of Louisiana is in the Gulf Coast. So I mean, I'm like, we get in New Orleans. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's palm trees here. Oh, that's right. You know, and the whole thing kind of like, it all clicks. All of a sudden, I'm like, duh. Um, but it is it's interesting. I'm, I don't want to go too far off into the weeds with it, but let's just say um, the Bourbon Street. I experienced it. I don't ever have to experience it again. But I wouldn't, you know, at least do it once. Um, it's one of those cities where it's a completely different city in the day than it is at night. Like it's like Dr. Jekyll and you know Mr. Hyde. Um, and I have once again found yet another item that I can mark off my bucket list that I never needed to have on in the first place, nor did I want it on there. Um, but I have seen a elderly lady that's shorter than you in a pink bunny costume grinding on a bike seat to some sort of like jazz slash reggae music on this tricycle thing she was riding with a, you know, holding it, you know, she had a little hat or whatever, collecting, you know, tips and whatnot. And people were, it was, let me just say, I was traveling with one of my more conservative coworkers and we, that was the night we were taking out a super conservative customer to dinner and they both were watching this pink bunny, like, you know, just, I mean, she was going for gold on this whole, you know, the grind thing. It was, it was like a couple steps away from being porn. Like you just take the bunny suit off and you're pretty much there. Right. And they were just both looking at us like not understanding how to handle it. I'm like, <laughs> guys, just keep walking. If this is not something you want to see, then stop treating it like a car wreck. I know it kind of is, <laughs> but just keep, just keep on keeping on. You'll be fine. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting trip. Good trip. Had fun. Um, I can't look away. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. Most definitely. Like, that's one of those images that like, burns into your brain that you can never... You have to like, go see a pig slaughtered to get that out of your mind. Um, but it, I, I love the food. Oh, my God. Like I would be so fat down there if I lived... I mean, because that, that good old-fashioned Cajun Creole slash cocaine, oh, 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 man, that's right up my alley. And like, everything has rice. Like There's dirty rice and red beans and rice and this rice and that rice. And so... It's, Rocket, stop. He's biting her leg. Yeah, he's a kinky no, little No, I shit. mean, he, seriously, he's biting her leg. Yep. I can't fuck it, but I can bite it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and you have the, uh, so so your, uh, Trent went to your mom's, you know, Tempe and Ezra had school, um, and then you did the book fair. We got back, we had the kid-free night. We went to your dad's house on that evening before we came home and went to sleep. Had a nice little bonfire slash uh, pre-Easter dinner, which was cool. Got to hang out and... I and, bumped my microphone. Oh, no. I'll write it on the timestamp. And then, uh... Let's see. Do, do, do. Sorry, I'm writing the time. I'm a little sidetracked side there. Okay. okay. So, and then um, Tempe approached me this last few days. And have you seen this person she's referring to online that supposedly... I haven't watched them. I know what it is. It's... Is it like that brother-sister pair that does the weird video? Because I saw that playing at your mom's house when I picked Trent up. Is it's, that what she's referring to? No, it's okay. something else. It's uh, it's very Pat and Jen reminiscent. Uh-huh. It's a girl who does uh, Minecraft and Roblox type video games. Right. And it's just a watch me do these challenges kind of thing. Right. Um, I don't know if she can... Do it without it being all meh. I I don't know. I don't know. Tempe has aspirations to be a YouTube videographer, so she wants to do um, YouTube videos of her playing Minecraft. So I've we're we're not we're trying to figure out how to navigate this. Like we're not just going to put her up there on YouTube or anything like that. At the same time, that we're not going to like stifle her creativity. Um, 
also I'm trying to get I'm trying to translate into a seven year old's language that I don't think I've got anything that she can use that has enough horsepower to run Minecraft and record the video at the same time. Right. Um, which is what they do on all those videos. Like it's, it's like a Twitch TV type setup where you have the picture in picture and the one picture is you playing the game, the other picture is the actual what's going on in the game. And I've got a machine for them to play Minecraft on. I've got all that set up, but it's it's you know, begged, borrowed and used. It's been it's an older computer, so um but I'm gonna run a couple. I'm gonna run a couple of videos with her and just see how she does and how she hams it up and whatnot. Because we could probably turn it into something, but it's not gonna be like a publicly accessible channel. It's not gonna be. You know, I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna give the allure that like it's out there and all that. But I'm not gonna have my daughter just randomly on a you know fully available YouTube channel just out there for all to see. Not not right now, anyways. Um, so that'll be interesting, but I was, it was kind of interesting. She's like, yeah, and I've got my name for it. I'm going to name it this. I want to do this. But the part that's bothering me right now is like, when, you know when a kid gets a hold of something and they want it? Yep. And they won't let it go? Yes. I have warned her so many times. But, okay, but you did this to me. You told her, we'll work on it, and then you went out of town. I've heard about it even more than you have. <laughs> right. And, uh... So I'm like, fine. I told him like, if you keep bringing it up, tempers, I'm just gonna keep postponing it because I work on it when I have time, but I can't make any promises or guarantees as when it's gonna happen, when we're gonna do it. I still have to run the test to make sure the hardware yeah, that I can record this for you. Um, it's it's interesting. So that's that's her uh, her current goal is to be a YouTube sensation. Yes. I guess it's good to have goals other than like you know running away from the home and trying to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think she'd try that again. But speaking of YouTube sensations. Yes. Um, one of our listeners, Sky, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. It's, it looks like what the way it's spelled, but it, she is from New Zealand, so I don't know that... Did you bump it again? I did. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know if I'm being a dumb American and like missing some sort of accentuation in the, the lettering or whatnot that is making me pronounce it all wrong, so I hope I got that right. Um... So, uh, tagged me in a video um, of this. Uh, I, first of all, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to link to it. I'm not gonna provide any traffic from our website to this video to the uh, to this guy. Um, I'll link to the guy that reviewed his videos, but mm -hmm. I'm not gonna link directly to the other videos of the actual people themselves. If you guys want to find it, the video I'm gonna post will give you enough information to go find this. But basically, there is this YouTuber. Um, that was posting videos, and I guess he was fairly popular because they had a lot of um, a lot of uh, money they were making off of ads and whatnot from YouTube of them quote unquote playing pranks on their children. In theory, in concept, totally can get bat behind dad. that. Huh? Bat dad. Yeah, like bat dad. Bat dad. You know, that's that's a decent. They're not really involved pranks, but they're right. still like a yeah. prank, especially the ones. When he would sneak up on his wife and whatnot, yeah. I feel like those are prankish. Those, those are my favorite ones, but uh, but then you watch these videos and you realize that these are just horribly horrible people. Like they're just, I don't know. It was just I I watched the thing and I was like, I'm not normally the type of person that's at a loss for words, but damn, like they're you know they're cussing and screaming at the kids, which. I cuss in front of my children. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. But the way these people were doing it, the way they were talking to their children was not okay. Um, I, they, there were a couple of videos they showed where it looked like the, the actually, whatever they were doing, trying to do to engage the prank actually caused injury to the children. And they were trying to play it off like that was not what it came from. Um, 
And I've also pretty much in my life set to, got set to the tone that anybody that says bruh yeah. is not worthy of my time or my thought processes or power or anything else. But the video was very disconcerting because it's a blended... I've done some research on this. I'm not sure if you've done anything more than just watch the video or not, babe. So I I just watched that video. Okay, initial thoughts? Um... <sighs> It is my belief that that's way too going way too far. Right. Um, it is my belief that what they're doing very much looks to the casual observer as child abuse. I don't think you can play off when he pushed his kid into, into the, the bookshelf, bookshelf. Right. as anything other than that. I just right. don't. I also feel like compelling your children to hit each other essentially mm-hmm. putting them in the scenario to hit each other is also child abuse yeah it's it's like toddler fight club <laughs> yeah and and like we go out of our way to not put our kid to 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 never put our kids in situations that would make them extra upset and more likely to hurt each other like right. we're like well we're not going to play this game because it gets you guys too riled up like right. we go out of our way to remove those situations and these people are actively trying to support that kind of scenario and i feel that it's really really wrong that being said everybody does weird things mm-hmm. I, no i just i can't i actually can't excuse it at no. all it actually is making me like when i watched the video i cried because yeah um that it's just not it's not okay to make your kid feel that way and delight in it right like i've i would never do that to trent like i You've we've all seen like the Jimmy Kimmel um oh, the candy tell your thing. Ki- yeah. kid you eat all their candy stuff, <sighs> but every single okay almost every single one of those videos the parent gives in after like ten seconds after they realize they really injured their kid's feelings they stop right because you can't stand to see your kid hurting like that and these people just keep it going for so long and then they they, they come down on their kids for not being able to go along with the joke right. you can't take a joke you can't take a joke and it's just a prank brah and that that one i'm like oh my god don't talk like that and then uh then i've got to vlog my life you know this and that's bull yeah yeah and um, a lot of there's a lot of studies coming out and that's something i've been meaning to kind of bring up on the show is there's a lot of studies coming out that you should be asking any kid who's above the age of where they can communicate you should be asking if you can post their picture like you you don't want to be posting about them or um pictures of them and stuff without their permission like they're basically think we didn't deal with this concept growing up mm-hmm. that our parents would post things that could f- in the future embarrass us or cause problems and now i mean i'm thinking of people and i'm not going to name names but people that we know that post a lot of personal stuff on their facebook pages that their kids may not want to see in 10 years Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people are thinking that far ahead when they're doing that; those sorts of things, right? You know, and, and we've 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 utilized yeah the kids for a few things here and there, but we never. I don't I don't feel that we've ever done anything so outlandish or so right. And I try not to post you know, anything that would be super embarrassing, right? Nothing that would be super, um, you know. 
everybody has embarrassing things about them. Right. Like we we can tease Ezra about being a Justin Bieber fan, okay? But we wouldn't if he had an accident at school, we wouldn't post about it. Right. But I know people who would. Yeah. And um the uh when we've had them on mic, we've always they, they've they've asked it's always with with their consent. Yeah, we've never asked, forced anybody. They've to asked them. to come on there, and the, 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 the absolute outer limits of anything that I've ever done as far as scandalous with them was when I recorded those little sound intro bites um, for. Uh, the best of show for mediocre, where right. I had them saying funny little quips here and there, right. but they were laughing their ass off. It, it took me so many tries to get them to say that because while they didn't know what they were saying, Ezra could definitely tell that when I had him say beef brisket labes, that that was funny for some reason, <laughs> and so he kept getting that little <laughs> giggle, but he just couldn't quite determine why it was funny. And I'm like, well, I'll tell you when you're a lot older, and um, and so the whole exploitation of kids to get more YouTube hits or whatever is, is kind of, it's very disconcerting, but this particular one and this one in particular is really bad because this, there's one kid in particular that seems to be like the the brunt of everything for them. Yeah. And he, I'm hoping upon hope that all of their, uh, their, uh, you know, theoretical YouTube money they're making, um, is being stockpiled for all the counseling this poor bastard's going to need when he gets older because this is some really crazy stuff. And I dug deeper into the whole thing after it all came out, after I saw it, and I had some time to marinate on it a little bit. Um, and now, ever since this guy, the video that you watched, ever since that guy posted it, um, all people have been up these, this family's ass sideways about all sorts of stuff. So now they're coming on, posting all these, like, you know, videos and, and talking about how they really wish this guy would have reached out to them and talked to him first before they had, he had posted this thing. I'm like, oh, kind of like you should probably reach out to your kids and talk to them first before yeah. you do this. Um, and they try to post this whole thing. And like it, the first video they tried to post was them with their kids, like, you know, what's the matter? You can't take a joke. We're, we, we're, we're fine. And one of the, you know, and all this stuff. And then it parlayed into, um, he, just he and his wife sitting on the camera saying, no, what you guys don't understand is this is all staged. And like, but you could tell from the way he was talking, the way he was acting, um, that basically they're running, they're scared shitless now because their way of getting money without actually, you know, having to go out and do work is very much in jeopardy now. Um, and that was the thing for me is it was, this is just pretty much straight up exploitation of children. Like if they were doing this and um, like with their kids and they were making money off of them, like doing sexual favors, there'd be no question. This would be right. like done easy. You've exploited the children. Um, so it's like, what I look at it as is I look at it as today's or this generation's or this whatever decades or however millennia, whatever you want to say okay. version of when you had parents who exploited their kids the who the child actors um uh, back when i was in high school i i worked with a bunch of people at, a, at this computer shop and through one of them and some friends i had at my high school in the drama club we knew um we knew uh the basically two of the boys that played on um uh Home Improvement. Ah. Um, and so we knew it was uh, uh, Zachary Ty Bryan, the kid that played the oldest guy, mm-hmm. as well as the uh, the one that played the youngest brother. Um, found out some of the, you know, the juicy gossip, even though JTT was the uh, the poster child of the show. I guess he was a raging dickwad <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and and whatnot. But the, the, young, the that kid that played the younger guy, um, his parents basically just blew his money away because they had control of him because he was young and 18. So he eventually had to emancipate himself. And there was all this drama and crap behind it. Um, but it was like the most, 
just it was just straight like their kid is a child actor he's making fucking bank on this extremely popular tv show um and they were you know he had to he had to emancipate himself and fight them in court legally so that his entire basically his entire work catalog that he's earning money on wouldn't be blown away on stupid bullshit that they wanted like they weren't putting money away for his college they weren't doing this um and then they tried to fight it harder when he finally and there's just I'm, I'm not gonna go into all the sort of details right. it's all googleable but it was exploitation of this kid because he was under 18 they had control of the thing and similar stuff happened to um to the, the kevin McAllister kid uh 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 macaulay, macaulay Culkin. um and so i don't i i in some ways, I don't, I don't view it as much. I don't view it any different than that. Um, but it's a lot easier to do now because people can just post to YouTube and have have this whole viral thing going on. Right. Um, but for me, I, this is one of the few times where I want. I'm like looking forward to like some sweet internet justice from these, uh, you know, these uh, internet jockeys that are you know out there just to, to do shit because. Um, these guys are running scared now at this point and t- come up with all these stupid things trying to claim it's staged and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then that those the, the, the kid that gets picked on the most, he and his... his um Because bi- it's, a, it's a blended family. Ah. So he and his biological sibling, were the two youngest ones, um, they got... The, the couple in the video got full custody over them. I guess their mom, the, the guy's... The kid's yeah. mom, was like having them help her panhandle and whatnot. That's how she was making a living. Mm. But now she's fighting them for full cut so like now there's another custody battle going on so there's like layers to this onion right and all this bullshit that these kids are going through and that kid can't be more than like what eight nine ten maybe i mean he's not very old yeah um and so it's like how it's like i don't understand how people can be so okay with fucking up their kids so hard so quickly in life and i'm nobody's perfect i can't sit here and say that i'm the best you know i'm the most model parent ever but I sure as fuck have never once used my kids to for monetary gain. I can at least claim that high ground. Like, if there's one high horse that I can sit on and stay on it, or one soapbox you can't knock me off of, I, I, I we don't make money at what we're doing here. So <laughs> I have never once, you know, done that. But it was nope. just... Um, it was... Yeah, I, I had a pretty emotional and visceral reaction to it, too, because the video it was just like... There's no way that those kids are acting. I mean, you'd have to be, like... I mean, Oscar-level actors in order to pull off the emotions and stuff you're feeling in that video. Mm-hmm. These are some seriously tormented and fucked up, or, fu- or kids are being fucked with, and this guy and this couple seem to have zero fucks to give until somebody calls them on their bullshit. Then all of a sudden, it's wham, 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 poor us. Why are you picking on us? Oh, well, I think it's one of those things that they didn't realize how bad it had gotten to the outside observer until somebody brought it to their attention, you know, well, they've got no. They've got rabid fans, like fans that are coming to their defense and freaking. Like, there's, there's literally there, there are there are um, uh, pitchforks and 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 uh, torches being raised on both sides of this argument, and it's getting pretty, pretty crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know how anybody could ever look at that and be okay with it, and and you know support it. Well, people are dumb though. That's kind of the motto of today's modern society. People are dumb. And just to say, well, other people think it's totally okay, you know, not really a good defense, but right. But that's what they're trying to use, and and really, I can't, I cannot say this enough. Anybody that uses the term "bruh" and 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 like an actual like legitimate attempt at a conversation way. needs to not like. I was joking with a coworker of mine today. I'm like, you know, if ever I was in for, in support of forced sterilization, anybody that says "bruh." 
needs to just be, that's it, we're snipping you, it's done, it's over, we're going to stop the seed here before it poisons the rest of the earth, you know. Perhaps in this case, certain people in our past, in the past that were dictators had the right idea and on some stuff. I mean, I was just like, this is not okay. But um, I just, yeah, as as Skya put it, she, what was the cute term she used? And I, I don't mean, that's going to sound condescending, but it was a very British term. Gobsmacked. She's yeah. absolutely gobsmacked. Um, and it just reminds me, oh, it's, look at that, that's proper English. I sound like such an American butthead. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I know I am. Don't, yeah. I don't have to say it, but um, so I don't want to give a whole lot more play to it, other than the fact that uh, cause I'll post the link to the guy that was talking about the video. If you're gonna exploit your children for money, make sure you don't do it in a way that actually looks like child abuse. I mean, just saying that, or you know, don't get video doc. Basically, they go to the YouTube channel now, and it's pretty much, hey, look, we've got a complete case here. All CPS has to do is go to the judge and go see uh, exhibit A, B, C, and D. Here we go. Let's let's take care of this. Let's let's lock them up. So, um, yeah, I just the the whole thing was just absolutely uh, deplorable. I guess is the best word I can really come up with. It was just not not it was not pleasant to watch. Um, so, hopefully, my my only hope is that out of this, some good can come. Whatever that good is, I'm not gonna make. A, I'm not gonna cast judgment and say the kids have to be taken away or this has to happen. I'm just gonna say, hopefully, this can open some eyes and maybe change some behaviors so that these kids can have a normal enough life. So right, that and I think not- what needs to happen is those parents need to go to a parenting class and stop doing that. I don't think. I don't think it's a take your kids away kind of scenario right. because it seems like they're decent loving parents who are doing a wrong thing more than they're horrible parents. Right. To me, this is really a casual like yes, it looks like child abuse, but I don't believe that everybody who's ever done anything wrong deserves to have their kids taken away. I think that oftentimes it's just a stupidity issue Mm -hmm. and if you tell them this is stupid and they stop then then it can move forward that doesn't mean they should not have them taken away for a while while they learn that (laughs) right no and you know it's one of those things too that it's very possible these people grew up in a very similar environment it just wasn't documented see that that's the one thing that we have to keep in mind as a society is that we are seeing shit these days and it's nothing new Right, and that's something. It's just that, like, that we're seeing it. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's something that I'm trying to get across to a lot of people is that you know, yes, you're shocked, you're outraged. That's good. It's okay to be shocked and outraged at these things, but to say that society's going to hell in a handbasket or this is horrible or whatever, like back in my day, this never happened. It's like, oh, it did, but there's a difference between. And people didn't think it was wrong. Well, that well, not just that. Some people, there were still people that did, but it was not it was not out in the open like this, and it wasn't something you had used. You you didn't have YouTube, so you couldn't just publish videos online. They didn't have cell phones to somebody like if you were in the store and you saw somebody beating on their child you couldn't whip out a camera real quick and get a video of it and then show that to the cops and getting all that stuff but we're just in a completely different realm of information availability and it's both a godsend and also a wicked um it's a double-edged sword really yeah. it can go either way um so it's just uh it's a situation of i don't think we're any worse per se in this 
particular realm of things, especially after, you know, we've got a friend who's been on the show before who is a caseworker mm-hmm. who's been doing this for 25, 30 years, who's seen the gamut of kids. Yeah. And he's like, it's not getting any worse. It's just, it's, it, things are happening in a different way and we have readily access, to, you know, readily available information and instant access to things that we didn't have before. But he's like, it's all the same, you know, he's like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. It's all the same kind of stuff. Dad is not there. This happens. There's a drug addict, parent, whatever. All the same um, parts of the equation exist. It's just that the answer is a lot easier to see now because there's bright flashlights that are being shined on it that weren't being shined on it before. Right. Um, which is also, once again, a good and a bad thing. Um, so, it, um, yeah, it was just, I, I, I don't know. Watching the video, it, it I, I do have a hard time understanding how somebody could think that that is acceptable behavior, but then again, coming from... I came from a pretty good upbringing, so I don't necessarily have, you know, I never had, like, a a questionable parent or a, you know, yes, my dad was more militaristic, and yes, he was very strict about things, but it was like, everything was always for the good of the family. It wasn't for the good of, you know, his ego or for his pocketbook or anything else like that, which doesn't seem to be the case in this particular video, Um, but it doesn't mean that that wasn't existing you know hell i remember when we were growing up a good friend of my sister's somebody where she had spent the night at multiple times um we found out uh sometime during like the high school right after she graduated high school that they finally arrested these were foster kids and they arrested the foster parents for uh, molestation they had been abusing these children for as long as we knew them um and at that point my dad oh i thought he was First, it was like, I'm going to kill a fucker if I can find him. Then it was, oh, my God, how did I not know about And he was beating himself up for letting my sister spend the night over there. Nothing yeah. ever happened to her. But, right. but you know, he's like, I can't believe I let, you know, let her get into danger and this and that. And we're like, hey, Dad, like, it's not like anybody knew this. I mean, they were perfectly normal on the outside. And, you know. Well, that's why they stopped teaching so much of the stranger danger stuff is because they realize that most people who hurt children are are, are not strangers. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it was, um, yeah, it, it, this I mean, kind of, I mean, not to plug anybody, but, um, oh wait, that sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> you can plug me whenever not you want. To, wait, no, that's not weird. I'm about too. to talk about your sister. So watch <laughs> what you say. <laughs> Yikes. Put the brakes on, put the brakes uh, on. She does uh damsel in defense, which is a, like a self defense uh-huh. product company. Um, and she sells it. And part, one of the things that they sell is actually a book series designed for children to kind of teach them the basics of like your personal space right. and not to keep secrets and like all this stuff because it's, it's a it, real thing. Yeah, it, for lack of a of a more eloquent term, it's it's the ins and outs of of how to um how to a to how to avoid being diddled by somebody and b what to do if you are being diddled. I mean, right. and, and that's that's kind of a it's a grotesque way of saying it, but it, when you break it down to brass tacks, that's what it's about. It's about trying to keep these kids safe. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up because um, we need to get her on the show. She's been wanting to talk about that and right. the new books that just got released. So I'm going to make a note to get that in the next couple episodes here. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's very, it's, I'm glad to see this kind of stuff being discussed in a public forum, even with as uncomfortable or as as obscene or, or gross or whatever it might seem, because ignoring the problem doesn't fix the problem. Right. I view it very much as 
as an example, I was in a very conservative part of the state of Washington yesterday and the day before, and this billboard, I'm like, I'm not even awake yet. I haven't got my coffee. And I'm just like, I'm driving, so I'm not fully like, you know, coherent. I'm driving to the coffee stand to get my coffee, and then I'm going to get some breakfast. And all of a sudden, there's this giant billboard with this girl, her hand out like this, and it says, stop, in these bright red letters. I'm like, what the hell? And then it says, no Planned Parenthood in our city. We've got values and this and that. I'm like, uh, huh. Yeah, you've also got a really high teen pregnancy rate. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Your values are showing all yeah. over. <laughs> but but so that's you know that's but th- that's that's the wicked truth of it is like um, not having had I not been as inquisitive as I was as a child as far as going out and find doing research and figuring out certain things, I probably would have ended up as a teen father because I didn't have the the I, you know I had the the very locked down or just keep it in your pants till you're married speech um and i'm like yeah that's not the speech it's not the speech that i've had with ezra it's not the speech that i'm going to continue to have with ezra it's good because i'm or to be for that matter yeah for any of them it's like these are gonna be did you hear the 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 baby conversation trent and i were having last night no i didn't <laughs> i don't remember how we got on the topic but he basically how do babies grow he, he was asking how what causes a baby to grow in a stomach kind of thing. And I thought he was meaning like, how does, how do they get bigger? Right. And I was explaining, you know, well, it's just like you eat food and you get bigger because you're converting that energy into, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, but how does the baby get in there? I'm like, well, a mom and dad put it in there. (laughs) <laughs> Which is a very simple explanation, but for a five-year-old, I put think it's... In, put it in there over and over <laughs> and over again. Um, and then he goes, well, how does the baby... How does the... Uh, wait, he says something about growing. And I said, yeah, and the baby grows and grows and grows until you can't keep it, keep it in the mom anymore. And then it pops Crawled out. Up. And I said, I said, I use the word pops out. <laughs> and he's like, well, but the doctor had to cut yours tummy to get me out. I'm like, yes. And, and he goes... But if the doctor doesn't cut them, because he knows that some women right. don't get cut yeah. to have their baby, um, how do they come out? And I said, they come out of a woman's vagina. And he looks at me and he his jaw dropped. <laughs> and he goes, wait, what's a vagina? Like, he's like, I th- he's like, I think I know the answer to this, but I want to clarify. <laughs> wait, that <laughs> comes out of that? And I said, it's what I, I have... And, and other women have instead of a penis. And he goes, ah! <laughs> he just cracks up. He's like, you don't have a penis. <laughs> I'm like, no, honey, I don't. And he goes, he goes, yeah, you have a vagina. It's totally different. <laughs> like You could tell he was a little embarrassed to be talking right. about it. So he got the giggles. But also he wasn't shy about it. Right. Like, he wasn't like, he wasn't like, Okay, never mind. I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, he he was just he was still very like, oh yeah, because you and Tempe have to. He, he equates it to the pee. He's he, he's like you and Tempe have to sit when you pee. Yeah. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> he's like, I only have to sit when I pee, uh, sit down to go to to go poop. I'm like, I yeah. I know. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just doing the helicopter all night long. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really pride. I'm really proud of the way that we talk about things like that mm-hmm. because. I never want something that when I was a kid got everybody calls their part something different mm-hmm. and and especially uh, predators will use pet terms right and 
and make it sound different than it is. But if you know, like, no, you're touching my vagina and that's my, sp- like, there's no ambiguity, am- ambiguity to it. Like, it's very clear and defined and there's no misinterpretation. And that's really important. Yeah. It just really, really is. Because yeah. you can't, if somebody know if if a child knows you're not supposed to touch my penis and that's my penis and you are touching it then then they know it's clear he can't a predator can't be like oh well i'm just gonna touch you here right you know well and i remember so did you have a pet name for your for your hoo-ha um for your vagine for your yeah for your uh i think i don't the bearded clam. The uh, no. I'm just seeing if I can find more words to gross out your brother right now. All, <laughs> all the different things I can say. I remember. Uh, I'm going to embarrass my brother because he called uh, a popo. Uh, a popo. Yeah, was 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 the winky bits. Um, see, I can't even say it. Um, but I'm trying to think. I don't think I did. I think my mom called I, it. I just what know it was. that I got very confused the first time that I heard the term fair dinkum. Because for whatever reason, that's what I, dinkum is what I refer to my penis as growing up. My mom didn't correct me. So for the long, longest time as a probably up to trans age, you know, that's what I called it. And then <laughs> if it finally got to the point where I'm like, this, like, this just seems ridiculous. That's like, there's gotta be an actual term for this. But <laughs> then I heard that, then I heard that like the fair dinkum, I'm like, what? What's fair so di- fair about it? Like, does that mean like it's a good, you know? What is, what is that? It's like an Australian term, I think. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. Um, once again, we probably got people screaming <laughs> at the damn podcast right now. But um, so yeah, that was really, like like what, what do you need to say this on day to day basis? Like what? Like agreed? Like, like hey, you got a fair dinkum? Hey, I'm like what? What? I was so confused. So I agree that having pet names for the genitalia is not necessarily the best thing to do. As at least not at a younger age, we can all laugh about them now as the weird little you know. And the terms they have for them and whatnot growing up, I mean, you know, I've heard everything from uh, from monkey to to I mean, what, the bearded clam, whatever. You know, it's, it's all fine as an adult, but you know, not as you know, when the kids, it just does not confuse them any more than you already have. Right? <laughs> Please you know. don't confuse them. Right. Um, I don't know. I think bits is a good like. If if we both know what we're talking about, like I'll make sure and like Tempe, go wash your bits. You yeah, know, wash like, your lady bits. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, and also, no. What's he doing now? He's chewing on some more something. All I can smell is wet dog. That's because she's snowed up right now. I know, year. and it's all I can smell. <laughs> yeah, so we we're get... sitting here talking about bits and all I <laughs> go can go wash smell your lady is... bits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I washed Rose's lady bits and, and Rocket's man bits, and that's why there's some wet dollar smell going on. She's, there's just not enough. She's just damp. There's and just she's, not enough shampoo in the world to get her to get that smell out of her, that, that wet dog smell no, she gets. No, it's like stuck in the back of my throat yeah. now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, I didn't have, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> Got lost in the lady bits, huh? Yeah, you got lost in the lady bits. It happens to a lot of us. So it's just we start daydreaming and everything happens and from you know goes crazy from there. Um, I just sang a bit from the Buffy musical episode without realizing it. <laughs> Whoops. So my nerd is showing. Let's see here. I'm going to um 
supposedly fair dinkum is used to emphasize or seek confirmation of the genuineness or truth of something. Okay, then. If we could get uh, maybe Killa and possibly <laughs> uh, Nikki and or John to call in and confirm this, that would be great. I'll leave a voicemail about the said subject, but that is that, that that's just makes it. I'm glad I didn't know that back then because that would just make it even more confusing. <laughs> like, you know, how, the confirmation or genuineness of truth or something like my penis is truthful. What? What? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, so um, I wanted to shout, give a quick shout out to a listener. Um, thank you again to Dan from Rock Salt Metal Works. I know we seem to talk about him a lot, but he's done a lot to support the show. Uh, he posted a picture to Instagram a week or two ago um, of him rocking one of our T-shirts at one of his art. Uh, would you call it not an exhibit, but like art sale, art well, show? It's a sh- yeah. He's it's got like a booth. A, he yeah. had a booth at a at a what at a. It was some sort of an art thing, right? It was like the the Gilbert Art Walk, or yes, that is what it's called. There you go. Okay, well, I'm just I'm I'm asking you for help, and you're just happily scrolling Facebook here. I'm not scrolling <laughs> Facebook. I'm trying to figure out like, so it was I, like, so it was like a collection. So it'd be it's, I wonder if it's something similar like what we have here with the um, Saturday Market, where it's like a collect. Saturday Market's a little more open. Yeah, we definitely have an artistic bent to it. Right, right. I think it's very it's it's like like a saturday market only better <laughs> I, guess. I don't know do they have food i don't know do they have giant ass elephant ears i don't know they have uh, i know they have some killer metal art that's all i know hell yeah they do um and i'm still working on those pictures i haven't had a chance to go to my dad's <laughs> house yet but he does have it mounted on the wall now so mounted. yes that's what she said um but yeah i wanted to say thank you for the uh for wearing the t-shirt Rock. and rocking the uh Rocking the the shirt while you're rocking your artwork and whatnot. I'm hoping you guys. Maybe that's why he made a killing at that event. Yeah. It was our badassery of the podcast. It probably had to do with his awesome products, but you know, I'm sure that the shirt maybe brought him good luck. Yes, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. It was like brought the right people to see the awesomeness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're claiming that one. That's all. (laughs) Um. So Trent. Is continuing on the tradition. Yes. He has a mohawk. He has a mohawk. And, and he is fucking he, excited about he's it. He's so excited about it. And I want you to know this had nothing to do with me. He came down this morning and he was like, you know what I really want? And I'm like, pancakes? I don't I don't know. <laughs> What's some fucking pancakes? <laughs> I really want a mohawk. I'm like, what do you, what? I've never heard you say that before. He's like, no. I really want a mohawk, Mom. I really want one. I'm like, okay, I guess. So he explained it to the lady at the barber, and it has to do with one of the Minecraft things that he's been okay. doing. I'm not sure if it's one of the characters, one of the, the players or whatever, but um, he was explaining it to her, and I was well, kind of picking up on it. there is an explanation for it, because it just seems so random to me. Right. And I'm perf- I am totally willing to oh. honor any hair do <laughs> request. Yeah. I think, we, I think we've had that discussion before that yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, we have no fucks to give. Like, if there's ever a time for somebody to get all their weird little, like, ids out as far as heritage and whatnot, childhood is the time to do it. Because when you become an adult... He says to the lady with green hair. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, in my case, I would have a much different, more, you know, there'd be more to this look than there is right now because I wouldn't have to be so subtle about everything because of what I do. But... I like making money. I like supporting my family. I like having a job. So there's certain concessions that I make as to do that. Um, and so, 
you know, I would like to see a point where we get to where, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like in order for these kinds of things to happen, but we're not there yet. So I have to work within the constraints um, given, which I think actually is, is a huge, it's something that I'm seeing less and less of that are taught to kids. And while I don't disagree with the fact that you, you've heard me say it before, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you, if you are a guy dressed as a woman. I don't care if you're a woman dressed as a man. I don't care if you've got a giant, you know, I, I just don't care. I don't care about any of it. I don't care what you look like. As long as like in a professional setting, if you tell me you're going to do something, you do it. Mm-hmm. No bigs. Right. Um, but I think that there, there, I've seen, I shouldn't say I think, I've seen this, especially like with recent um, attempts to hire new people and whatnot, where we've had to reject some of the applicants, where some people think that, that, that just because they feel like that shouldn't apply, like that shouldn't be, that there's just no, like, it just doesn't happen out in the workforce anymore. And it's like, that's that's great, and hopefully we can get there at some point in time, but like... I know what I have to do to make money and how I have to, you know, use the bad word conform to make sure that I, I, uh, I, I do my job and whatnot without, uh, you know, upsetting anybody. And I choose to do that so I can support my family. And if you choose not to more power to you, but don't like, it's not my, but I've had, you know, people were talking about, you know, Oh, you just, I've had people say like, you know, Oh, what was it? Sell out or whatever. Like you're just selling out. I'm like, no, I'm not selling out. I mean, I just choose to want to live a like you know lifestyle where I'm not some poor person or a person who's struggling to live monetarily because I can't not dye my hair. I can't you know right. So, um, but once again, I fully support the fact that we should be able to look like however we want to look. That's fine. But until that day comes, I'm very much a realist in the fact that we should be teaching our kids how to live within their constraints. So yeah. our our kids go to a a school where they wear a, a designated I wouldn't call it a uniform but a a very strict dress code and um so they're conformed to that. They they have to conform to those standards. It says nothing about their hair. <laughs> nope, and Tempe pushes that envelope all the time and I fucking love yeah. her for it. That I mean she weird, had pink and purple hair at her kinder back- graduation. But she's also bringing back the little sideways. Oh, pony side hill. ponies! Yes, oh, she's totally in love with the side pony right she's now. She's like the eighties are going to come back, and she's going to ride that fucking horse in, like you know, with Aquanet <laughs> yeah. and goddamn snap bracelets. She yeah. is like <laughs> the eighties reborn. It's hilarious, and I love it. Um, and so, like that's a perfect example. Like we, we, we. Yes, you have to do this. You have to wear khakis and whatever. But like you said, nothing's about your hair. Nope. So go fucking crazy kiddo do it do what you will do do what you want i'm sure that. they're considering adding it now <laughs> well they might and if that's the case and we'll have to figure it out at that point right. in time but until then you know like she's not even allowed to wear sandals at school right so it it makes it means a lot to her that she can show her individuality in a different way she's even come up with some pretty crazy ideas for haircuts that i've been totally on board with she has never gone through with any of them because i let her make the decision yeah. At the salon, I say, this is what she was thinking. And Tempe, what do you want to do? And, you know, last time she really dialed it back. She wanted a undercut on one side, you know, sh- a shaved side on one side. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like I have and, and was all ready to do it. And then at the last minute, it was like, nah, never mind. I'm like, okay, yeah. your choice. But I think, that, you know, that, that 
there are so few ways in which our children can be empowered and right. can empower themselves and stuff that there's no reason why we can't let them have certain things like this. Like my dad and I used to go head to head all the time. Um, I was a young skater, quote unquote punk. I did all the weird shit. Like I had the chain wallet. I had biz, and I, I he was just sure that it, if he wasn't hard on me, I was going to be a ruffian or a hooligan, <laughs> right? Um, and I really wish I would have had a little more leeway to just be mm-hmm. at that point in time because I I still know how to play the game. I know how to conform with what I have to do in order to make things happen. Um, That's the only thing I wish our kids would get to is that sometimes, very rarely. I have a, a specific plan for how I would like you to look for a specific thing. Right. And it doesn't happen very often, like literally two times a year. Like I would just like you to look nice for this one thing. Yeah. And it's not even about the style. It's about, you know, this is a dress that hasn't been worn through or, you know, damaged or yeah. it's more about, it's more about the, quality of the outfit other than the you know not the way it looks but whatever but i I, that's all i want from them is like okay mom this one time i get it i'll wear but if i have a specific requirement for tempe's outfit she freaks out it's like honey it is snowing you cannot wear shorts (laughs) (laughs) so going along those lines are you telling me that cranking out like the world's largest fart at a book fair (laughs) Is not one of those times. Not one of the things that I aspire my children to do. No. So no. go ahead and give a little background on that because I, when you were texting me about this, I'm like, oh my god. So, <laughs> I felt I felt like embarrassed for you, and I wasn't even there. Okay, so as we've discussed before, but I'll recap again for any new listeners, we're very lenient about bodily functions within this house. Like nobody should be ridiculed because their farts stink. And nobody should have to leave a room to fart. And nobody should have to, you know, worry that somebody's going to give them a hard time over their crap smelling like crap. Like Sometimes crap. we might have to leave the room because somebody else farted. But that's <laughs> right. just the way life goes. Some, you know, <laughs> it happens. And we, I mean, we may joke about it. Like if, if uh, somebody rips a particularly nasty one in a closed car. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but the idea being that. I there was a lot of shame thrown around in my house growing up about such things and I always felt like like even to this day I don't fart around even my close family unless I really really have to so um at any rate we're really lenient about it all I ask is that you not do it towards someone or at the dinner table while people are eating that's really my my big limitations well that and and it, there's there's difference between public decorum and at right. home. And that's my point is at home, you can fart wherever, you can joke about it, you can be like, hey, dad, and lift your leg and whatever. But when we're in public, you hold that shit in. <laughs> or you find a polite, like you walk away from people and like make light of it. You don't like something, Ezra... It, Ezra is so concerned with the details of things and doing things the same way every time. And so he says, excuse me, after every fart, <laughs> which is fine. Except for when you're Except announcing it in a public he's, place. He is announcing it. He's he's no longer trying to excuse himself. He's announcing it to the world what he just did. And even out in public, he'll be like, excuse me. It's like, dude, we get it. Okay, shush. Um, 
Both- to the point where I actually ignore it. When he says excuse me, like it it just blends into the background noise. So I'll be like, what is that smell? He's like, I farted. I said excuse me. I was like, yeah, but I tuned it out because you mm-hmm. say it so much. Because, man, this kid is farty. Um, but the book fair. At the book fair. Uh, it was a late <laughs> night. There was two other families in there looking around at the at the books and whatnot. We were getting ready to go. And he'd been annoying all night and he back walks like kind of crabbed with his, his legs were kind of bent and he kind of backwards walks to the door frame that leads into the hallway, which goes to the outside. And he kind of squ- holds the door frame and squats just a little bit and rips off this amazingly loud, like poppy <laughs> fart. Like, one, of the, one of those ass <laughs> blasters that just. <laughs> just the most gross sound. And he goes. Ah, that's better. And then walks into the room like nothing happened. <laughs> and all I can think, you're texting me this, and all I can think of is like, I wonder if somebody was trying to walk through the hallway at that point in time, like come to the front door like, nope, <laughs> never mind, I'm turning around, and I don't I need will, books that badly. And I will never know, because I, <laughs> I bumped the microphone again. Um, so that was, that was bad. I my my jaw literally dropped when he did it. I, I I didn't know what to do. Like I'm just like I turned bright red. <laughs> I give him the look of I'm Death. going to murder you, <laughs> and I said, "Get your ass outside right now!" Like under my breath, real quiet. Like mm-hmm. get your ass outside right fucking now. Like just the most clipped. I sounded like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every word over pronunciated just so clipped and and he he's like what i'm like get out the door so i take him out in the parking lot not not even to the parking lot just outside the door i'm like i don't care if you're going to literally explode in a rain of gasish noxious fumes you do not do that in public ever 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 <laughs> And he's like, what? I didn't know I did anything wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm like, there's no way. No way. Had we been alone, I might have passed it off as a, don't do that. But there was other families there. (laughs) These aren't just his peers. These are my peers. These are people I have to look in the eye. The winking brown eye. I know it's funny, but it was really embarrassing. No, I, and I would because have been equal- if it was my five-year-old, I'd be like, "Oh, five-year-olds, whoops!" Yeah. But he is twelve and a half. And the only reason why I'm laughing is because he's done it with me as well. And there was one time he ran- he cranked one out, and I- somebody tried blaming me for it. Like they looked appalled at me, and I'm like, "I didn't do it. God damn it, Ezra!" But yeah. We, we are very, his, his mom's not, his mom's house, like, you have to go to the bathroom, shut the door, turn on the fan, light a candle, do a little dance, and then you can fart. I mean, it's the most ridiculous set of circumstances I've ever heard in my life. Or she'll force him to go out like, in the back patio and do it, right? Um, so we've never been restrictive of that, but we've always said that when you're out in public, like, it's not okay to do it at the dinner table. It's not okay to do it when we're out walking about. Um, and so it's just... 
why this is such a, a huge like roadblock for me, you can't figure it out or whatever, is just beyond me. But at the same time, I'm just like, you're texting me this. I'm like, oh, man. So then I talked to him about it. The reason why I'm laugh- I was laughing so hard is because when I talked to him about it, he's like, well, I had a fart. I tried to make it outside, and I couldn't quite make it. I'm like, so you didn't backwards walk your butt sticking out, grab the door frame, and then crank one out and go, ah, that's better? <laughs> maybe (laughs) i'm like yeah so stop trying to sell it to me like you didn't do anything bad um and then we're having this discussion with him and then he does it the fucking birthday party for his buddy right there in the middle of the day excuse me and i just look at him like really we just had this fucking conversation oh i forgot yeah but then the funny thing is like he gets like super kind of like uppity if you call him out on it or whatnot there was one time we were at a store and I legitimately like I was making my way back towards yeah. the bathrooms and it just eked out, but it was an SBD. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, no harm, no foul. I'm going to move down a couple aisles and do some more shopping and, and just like leave this one. And then as I get down to the next row, Ezra, for, I can't remember why, but I think we were in the toy section or something mm-hmm. like that. So he was an aisle behind me. So I get down and all of a sudden I, hit, I hear him hit the wall. Oh, damn it, dad. That smells so bad. And he comes around the corner. I'm like, dude <laughs> you ratting me out man <laughs> bros before hoes dude come on like this is like what the fuck and i'm like and i'm just like, I'm like shaking my head i'm like i tried i'm like i'm, I'm like i'm trying to get your kids that's what it was i was trying to get the kids to come with me so we could get to the bathroom right and i'm like i've got to use them and so finally he looks at me i'm like okay here you are freaking out about how bad it smells you want to know why it smells as bad i'm gonna shit my pants if we don't get to the bathroom <laughs> fucking now so move on stop looking at fucking transformers and let's do this um but yeah, so I couldn't, I, I just, I was absolutely appalled at, at that too when you sent it to me. But at the same time, I was laughing too. I'm like, man. And then we had the discussion and then he does it again at the birthday party. And I'm like, and I was just like, I, what, what bothers me about it is that when you give the kid the freedom, like, hey, we're not going to shame you for this. We're not going to make you feel bad about it, whatever. We simply ask that, much like the clothing thing, that in certain situations, you hold it together, <laughs> for lack of a better term, and not just let her rip. Um, and it's just that, that, that for whatever reason, that concept is like so fucking foreign to him that he's just like, nope, I'm going to crank it out. And then it, it, in some ways, like, he has like literally no shame. Like it, it doesn't seem to embarrass him whatsoever, which I think is kind of cool. Like, okay, I'm glad this, that you're not like embarrassed super easily, but at the same time, just that you can't let that make you socially inept. Right. And my fear is he's going to be that kid that my sister went to school with that would bark him off in the middle of class and then laugh hysterically about it. <laughs> I mean, I can't count the number of disruptions I'd hear about. Like he would just hike up a leg and crank one off and then laugh. And then I met his family. I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. Because <laughs> they were some of the dirtiest fucking rednecks I'd ever met. Like, just, you know toothless and no fucking like they would talk about anything in front of anybody um so i just i just i don't think you can have kids and not laugh at farts but there's just a certain point you get to that it's like no i expect a certain level of decorum in public like like i will let you get away with so much at home but if you refuse to carry on good manners from the house then then you just have to stay home yeah Well, and it's it's one of those things that, like, you know, everybody can be proud of themselves if they clear a room. Like, you know, that's, there's there's a little bit of pride that, like, if you if you rank one off so hard that it, like, causes the people to, like, leave. You're like, ah. You know, it's, it's almost like a sense of accomplishment in some ways. But, once again, at home, not out and about. It's, 
yeah. So we're we're working on his manners and his um his tendency to not just publish the fact that he's and his like I don't know like I'm not sure like if he practices this or whatever. Like his are so damn loud. I know. The way they, it's like his butt cheeks are flapping in the breeze. I swear. They are the loudest, most poppy, most swamp-ass farts I've ever heard. They're way louder than st- smell. Like, right. Like, some, like, they sound like somebody rapid-firing a gun. Like, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, did you just shit yourself or fire a semi-automatic rifle? Which one is it? You know, I'm confused now. Like, should I duck and hit the ground and watch out for tracers? Or should, you know, or is there just going to be, you know, a stench later? So It's just, yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. That kid. Yeah. So it's it's been interesting uh, trying to get him through these. I, I, I just don't recall... I could be, but I don't recall ever being that awkward at that age. Like I was, I didn't like, I didn't like to fart in public. I didn't like to draw attention so me much. Either. So <laughs> one of the first dates I went on where my dad had to drive me around. I, it was one of those things like there are just certain things you shouldn't eat before you go on a first date. And I broke like every one of the rules. It was like chili and all this other stuff. And I have the worst gas. And it was it was only like an hour and a half, maybe two hour long thing we did. We went to a movie. We did this. My dad drove us around. But it felt like, it's like when you've got a, you're holding it back and you're trying not to shit, you know, just let her rip. It, you can feel like an eternity. <laughs> so we finally drop her off at her house and I get back into the car. And like I had tried to let it out in the, in the um, on the way to the car before I got in there. But like, then all of a sudden I got shy and wouldn't come out. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is this? But then I got back in the car and the act of me sitting down and compressing my... <laughs> just, and it was just like... I mean, I have never, ever had something this long. I mean, it was just... The like, longest The never-ending story, right? <laughs> and then the, the god-awful smell that followed it. And my dad just shot me the death glare. And he looks at me and he goes, All right, that's how we're going to play it, huh? And he's rolling the window down. He's like, if you ever, ever fucking do that again... He's like, I'm going to, on your next day, I'm going to eat the most filthiest <laughs> shit. He's like, I'm going to have fucking kippered snacks and garlic this, and I'm going to eat chili, whatever. He's like, and I'm just going to hold it. And I'm going to hold it till we get in the car, and I'm going to crank it up, turn the heat on, and fucking let her rip. I'm like, you wouldn't. He's like, test me. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, so I didn't, I didn't like... I didn't, I didn't like doing that. Like, I prefer, like, the home poop advantage. Well, shit, it's Easter dinner at your dad's house, right? So we're all on the bonfire, and I'm sitting there, and I've, I'm like, okay, I can feel this gas bubble building, right? And it's like, <laughs> it's building and building and building, and I'm like, this is not going to be silent. There's no wind, so it's not going to go anywhere. If anything, I'm going to make the fire larger. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> so I finally got up to excuse myself, and then... I go in the bathroom, and you, there's no ventilation fan in that bath. It's an old house, so they always keep the window open. The window is so conveniently located right off the deck, right next to where the fire pit is. So I felt out for sure when I was let, because it was a horrendously long gas bubble, but it was just, you guys could hear it out there, but I didn't hear any snickering or anything like that. And then I'm like, oh, this is not just going to be gas. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But I had to do what I had to do, so I went ahead and did my business. And then at that point, I hear Dad come walking in and walking down the hallway. I'm like, oh, of course. Now he's got to take a piss. <laughs> and so he comes up. He's like, you in there? I'm like, yep. I'll be out in a second. He's like, okay. <laughs> comes back out. I finish up, wash my hands, walk out of there. I I, I took that hair, that Febreze, just hosing the fucking bathroom Yeah, he down. said you ran it out. <laughs> yeah. 
he he went in there, realized how bad it was, went to grab the stuff, and it was gone. <laughs> I did. I, I tried like I was really trying to do him a solid. Like, and normally, like they have a fan that window. So I went. I reached up to turn the fan on the fan. I'm like, you took the fan out of the window. Damn it. Um, His explanation: It's winter. It's cold. I'm like, but you've never done that before. <laughs> no, you're right. They haven't. I don't know what's different, but <laughs> so. But they so when I walked in the bathroom, he's like, "You're gonna want me to wait a minute." I'm like, "I don't want you to do anything. It's totally your choice. I'm just saying it's your funeral if you walk back here anytime <laughs> soon." And then as I'm walking out, your sister walks in. I'm like, "Oh shit, she's going in there." Ah, this is a danger of only having one bathroom, <laughs> exactly. man. But I'm like, I I I almost if I if we had been staying there any later, I would have actually been like I forgot something in the house and I would have ran back over here real quick because I just didn't want to do that. But yeah, so I had to expose your poor dad and you know the the death that is my my intestinal system then he just looks at you he's like yeah he, he's talking about it he's like yeah you're just looking at me like this is what i live with every day <laughs> yeah well they really did they were like complaining about it. i'm like dude i live with this man i share a bathroom with him connected to my bedroom i had to train him to close the door and turn on the fan as opposed to one and or the other i always ran the fan but I didn't always close the door because sometimes there's just yeah, but it, there's a, the, those touch and go moments. I I understand. I I I have done that myself, but most of the time, it, it you have to trap the air for it to go up the fan. Otherwise, it just comes out into the bedroom, and then I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, especially those really acidic <laughs> smells. Like there's been t- yeah. There's just been times where it's like, shit, my pants are closed the door. I'm going to leave the door open. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was, and I think I actually woke you up out of a dead sleep one time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you woke up choking. <laughs> so as you can see, we get some humor out of it when we're at home. and Because yeah. we realize that we're both get gross and disgusting it. people. I mean, it's... You, you, it's just, it is what it is. Nobody's poop smells pretty. Nobody's, no. you know, whatever. Um, but we just expect a slightly different behavior out in public, and he hasn't quite caught on to that yet. I feel like he had a better grasp of it at eight than he does now. No, because he's, remember, he would decimate know, the classroom. Ba- so I didn't understand this design. One of the classes <laughs> he had in third grade, the bathroom was in the fucking classroom. Yeah. And, so like he could he like he was not allowed to leave the classroom to go to the bathroom out in the hallway, and so finally the teacher like she kind of complained about the, the fact that he would keeps wreck, wrecking the bathroom and, and, the and, I, and I looked at her I'm like I'm not gonna make my kid feel bad for pooping perhaps if it's a problem you give him a hall pass let him go down the hall that way he's, he'd come home like yeah the classroom we took an early recess I'm like why is it because I pooped <laughs> <laughs> like, what and when I didn't know that when I first yeah. I'm like why Why is you pooping and making him take an early recess he's like oh well, the bathroom's in the classroom I'm like oh those poor sons of bitches <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> didn't he clog it a couple times too oh, yeah of course because uh, he's well. never met a toilet he couldn't clog. Yep. I know your dad was all super proud of this. Oh, I got this awesome toilet. It'll never clog. I dare you to clog that son of a bitch. And Ezra's like, first day, done. <laughs> Ezra's like, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my root beer. <laughs> so, no, clog- no toilet well, is uncloggable. So the funny thing is, 
my dad should know better than that know, because right? he raised me and I had the same record. There was not a toilet <laughs> that I had met that I couldn't clog at a younger age. It was just, you know, not enough fiber in the diet, maybe too much. I don't know what it was, but I just... <laughs> There was one, one time when I was about, I think I was about Tempe's age, and I was we were over at a friend's house, and I went and used the bathroom, and I was in a huge rush to go back to play, and, and so I, I, in my haste, I didn't flush the toilet. I just washed my hands and hauled ass out of the bathroom, yeah. and about 10 minutes later, Jesus Christ, who left the cucumber in the toilet? <laughs> Oh, which one? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> like, do we need to? She's like, she's like legitimately panicked. Like, Rick, do you need to like check out? I mean, is, is this asshole? Gonna be, I mean, the fuck? <laughs> My dad's like, he just looks at me and he's like, you didn't flush? I'm like, I guess not. He's like, yeah, go in there and handle that. I'm like, well, you know how this is going to end. He's like, oh, damn it. So <laughs> He got up and walked in there and had to plunge it out. But yeah, she was legitimately panicked. Like there was, like you know, I may have had permanent rectal That's okay. injuries. I, that picture that your sister posted, I'm like, oh my god, it's Ezra. Which one? The one of you when you were younger. I oh don't yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, oh, oh my, oh my, it's oh, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Awesome. Well, on on that happy note of toilet clogging and and uh, cucumbers and all sorts of other stuff, I want to remind our listeners we have merch, <laughs> <laughs> and our products aren't nearly as shitty as the uh, the talk we've had over the last ten minutes. Um, but no, seriously, we, we do have uh, t-shirts. I'm getting ready to uh, to set up a couple new designs here in a little bit. Um, I've had uh, I'm thinking about uh, some people have said, hey, post that caricature one up there, as so I might do that. Um, so if you could buy merch, it does help the show out. Don't ask me. I just, do you want to say, you know, I I wouldn't want to walk around with a picture of your mug on my shirt, but whatevs. (laughs) Well, it's because you got my mug mug sitting right next to you as we walked down the street, so you don't need it on your shirt. I suppose you're right. (laughs) But we do have merch. We do have, um, so if you, any bit of that goes to help the show. And I am thinking we might fire up a small little fundraiser type thing because we do need some equipment in here. Um, and if you can, if you can donate to it, great. If not, you know, no big deal. I am not necessarily like a huge fan of the idea, but I'm also not a huge fan of not being able to upgrade the money equipment right now because we just don't have the money. So I'm trying to balance it out. Um, so, if you guys can support the show and buy some merch or something like that, great. But as always, the content will always be free. We're not going to charge for it. We appreciate each and every one of you. And so far, bastards. nobody's contacted us to be advertisers, so you're still free of ads. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I mean, if they call. Yeah, you know, if, if, <laughs> as I've always heard it put before, everybody has a price. It's just how many zeros are on the check, so... I think it's directly related to how many listeners you have. So there is that, depending on what it is. But I'm just, I'm just saying, from our our perspective, um, we do kind of run it very much like other podcasts that we are very um, uh, close with, where it's more like a pirate radio kind of thing. We just it's DIY, and and we don't. We'll never charge for the content, but if you want to throw some money our direction, we're not going to say no. How's right. that? So buy our merch if you can. It's great. It's good stuff. You know, it's awesome. It's the best merch you're ever going to have. You know, it's it's bigly and huge. Maybe maybe that's what I need to. Do. I need to get Frank from Mediocre Show to do a Donald Trump esque no. like merch thing. No. We have the best merch. No. <laughs> no, no, and no, and no. Just I for the sheer no, no, the no. hilarity of Nothing it. Nothing to do with it at all. No, I say no. Good thing I've got the creative control. Good thing you know what's good for you. (laughs) 
And on that note, <laughs> unless you have anything else to say about that, babe. Nope. <laughs> All right. Until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. Fishing rod, tally whacker, pocket rocket, one-eyed trouser trout. Ding dong, ankle spanker, pork sword, engine cranker, hairy hot dog, Davy Crockett, let them all hang out. Pet names for genitalia. You know the girls think of them, and you gotta love them. Pet names for genitalia. There's always something silly about little Willie. Wang, Wazooini, Whacker, Pecker, Peepee, Kidney, Cracker, Heat, Seeking, Moisture, Missile, Giggle, Stick, Love, Whistle, Tube, Steak, Uncle Dick, This is getting really sick, I'm not through, There's one more, Purple Helmet, Warrior! Means for genitalia, You know the girls think of them, And you gotta love them, That means for genitalia, There's always something silly about little Willie. You know the girls think of them and you gotta love them That means for genitalia There's always something silly about little Willie It's all done now Kira Coast